All right, what's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Proud Dads Presents podcast. It's me, Mr. Proud Dad himself, James Savannah, and I'm so excited to bring you this episode where we just get to bring in a real cool brother and just reading up about him and just following him a little bit. I have just gotten the privilege and honor just to see his work as an entrepreneur, um, as a father, as a chef. And I just want to introduce everyone to Mr. James Van Mincy. What's going on, man? Hello, hello. How you doing, brother? How you doing? Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us today for today's episode. Um, and for all of you who don't know, if you don't know Mr. Van Mincy, dub. He's a single father and chef from South Bend, Indiana. He attended Le Cordon Bleu in Atlanta, Georgia. And yes, you got to say it with the accent, Le Cordon Bleu. <laughs> and after seven years of development, he perfected his Chef Dub's Secret Rub, which he just released May 22nd of 2020. He also has a lawn care service that he runs in Indianapolis called the Lawn Barbers of Indy. He employs his children and gives them a way to earn money and learn business management skills. And a self-proclaimed huge Indiana Pacers fan, season ticket holder, he gives his children a chance to spend time, create memories, and a lasting bond. His hobbies include Pacers, Colts, and Notre Dame football games, fishing, music, traveling, and gaming. And that is just a brief snapshot of Mr. James Van Mincy. What's going on, man? No, nothing much, man. Thank you very much for having me, first of all, man. I uh, want to tell you I'm honored. I, I, I'm truly honored, man. Uh, did some research on you myself, brother. And I and I got to tell you, congratulations for everything you've achieved, my man. You know, I see you. I'm proud of you, man. And brothers like you, man, to help brothers like me, you know what I mean, continue to do the things I do, man. Most definitely. I appreciate it. And like I was telling you a little bit off camera, um, off broadcast, we, we're all in this together. And, you know, one example just passes on to the next generation and um, we all uplift together. So, man, thank you. And I am honored myself. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. So no. tell us a little bit about what um, what you've got going on. How did you. Who is James? Like, are were you born and raised in Indiana? Um, how did you come up? So, uh, real simple, real quick. I'm just a, a cool guy, man. Be honest, man. I was born uh, born in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, actually, man. My mother was in college. But uh, I was raised in South Bend, Indiana my whole life, man. I'm a uh, Clay Colonial slash Riley Wildcat. Whoop, whoop. Shout out. You know, okay. My colonials North side and, my and south side. You know, yeah, man. My colonials and my wildcats, man. You know, uh, I, I root for both of them. They in my heart. But uh, from there, I, uh, I uh, moved. I ended up in Atlanta, Georgia, man. I uh, opened a restaurant down there, actually, man, in uh, Tucker, Georgia. It was called Weezy's Moving On Up Cafe, man. We served a little barbecue and had jazz music, man. It was awesome. Oh, that um, sounds dope. Oh, yeah. Barbecue was awesome, man. It was a good vibe. Unfortunately, man, uh, had a lot of rain one time, man. I think it was in a state of emergency. It was 2009, 10. I don't quite remember which year. I want to say 10. 
and we was under a state of emergency, man, a lot of rain up in that area. Had our building underwater for a good two months. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, couldn't recover, you know. Yeah. Uh, we was only open a year. We had just got under the red. We couldn't recover. From there, man, I kind of moved around, ended up back in Indiana doing some chefing at uh, IU, um, raising my kids, man. I got a boy and a girl. My daughter's the class of 2020. Hey, congratulations. Oh, yeah. My, my son, he's a sophomore. I got two other daughters and another two and another three-year-old son. So that's my starting five. And, uh, you know, that's, that's me in a nutshell, man. Just a just a pops trying to do his thing. I just like you said it yourself, man. I just got my rub going. That's a blessing. Took off for me, man. I mean, it, it's moving faster than I could expect it. Right. And, uh, you know, trying to help my kids make some money, man. I started a lawn care service here in Indy. So mm -hmm. uh, just busy. Just busy, brother. Just busy. That's what's up. And I bet the youngest one is the run, running point right now, ain't he? <laughs> <laughs> I know you how know that how I I got that two-year-old daughter, and man, she came in like a, woo, she runs the whole household. I thought I had control, man. Nope, she runs it. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, you got the girl, too? Yeah, she's definitely running things in there. I hope oh, you yeah. got permission for this podcast today. <laughs> I did. I, I had to sit her down and, like, have a 30-minute <laughs> conversation with her, like, uh, baby girl, I got to do this. And <laughs> she she gave me her graces. No, good. Great. Great. <laughs> So you said you have a rub now, which that's what caught my attention. Uh, a mutual friend of ours who uh, we're good buddies with, I saw him advertising your uh, rub on Facebook. And me, mm -hmm. I love barbecue and I love dry rubs. Like that's my mm -hmm. thing. Um, I love dry rubs. I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of sauces. So mm -hmm. even when I like go to a barbecue spot, I'll always get my sauce on the side. Cause oh, like, yeah. I want my meat to speak for itself. That part. So, and I'm not going to tell you to put your secret recipe out there, but tell us a little bit about um, your rub, your seasonings, your your culinary business that you've got going. Well, see, it's called Shub Dub Secret Rub. So it's going to remain a secret. <laughs> <laughs> However, I will tell you that it's low in sodium, you know, mm -hmm. For, and, and that and that's for the African American community, man. You know, it's my people, and uh, I look out for my culture. And I got a lot of family, man. I'm blessed with a lot of family uh, without without health problems, you know. But I know a lot of people, and I and I got some family also that that do, you know, when it comes to uh, high sodium and, and high blood pressure, you know, they can't eat it, you mm -hmm. know. So I, I I made sure I I made something that was very flavorful, yeah. you know. You get you get some sweet, you get some heat, you know, and mm -hmm. you get a little salt, you know. Okay. So you get all three of them, and it, and it gives you a, a, a flavor that's uh, unimaginable. My uh, slogan is, you don't need me no sauce. That is what's up. What you was know. your um, inspiration behind it? Like, You what? know, so the funny, funny part, I uh, was working at the restaurant I was telling you about earlier, it was actually opened by me and Sanford Sanford. His mom was Isabel Sanford on the Jeffersons. She played Wheezy. Right? Really? Yeah. So we named it Wheezy's Moving On Up Cafe. Okay. He needed, That's where we got the name. Okay. There you go. So he needed an executive chef. And uh, 
we ended up coming together. Uh, I came up with the rub for that restaurant. Uh, it was a hit. It was awesome. Uh, when we closed, I thought nothing else about it. Um, my sister had her high school graduation, uh, her open house. Mm-hmm. So she asked me to barbecue, cater for her. You know, no problem. I whipped up my rub, marinated everything, cooked it just like I did at the restaurant. Um, and they cleaned it out. I mean, they cleaned it out. And all I kept getting was, oh, that was so good. What did you do to it? Oh, uh, can you give me your recipe? You know, and uh, I was mm-hmm. like, you know, just my rub, you know. So uh, ever since then, I would whip it up and I would use it at barbecues or, you know, whenever I'd be asked to cook. And uh, um, I would get the same same thing all the time. People wanted my uh, recipe. People wanted the recipe for it. What is the recipe? Can I get some of that? You mm-hmm. know, you don't need sauce. You don't even need sauce. So I say, okay. I knew I, I, I knew because of the way that I was cooking the meat, I was marinating it 24 hours and smoking it, that it had salt in it that helped break down the meat, make it tender. Mm-hmm. So I decided, okay, well, how can I do this where I could sell it to people and they would know how to use it? Because uh, you'd have to know how to use it the way I had it originally. Right. So I took about seven years messing with it, um, playing around seven years. Uh, you know, not 100% focused on it. It was just, uh, I'll, I'll do a rub, you mm-hmm. know. And then I finally got the recipe down to where it was perfect. And uh, got to a point where I just believed in myself. And uh, I had some push from some family members, like, just say it's going to come soon. And say you take some pre-orders. And however many pre-orders you get, you know, you just make it up like that. You know, because yeah. uh, I went through some years of labeling and bottling and, and, and going through some serious, you know, profit margins and mm-hmm. all that business stuff. Right. And and I had family say, well, just put it out there. And I did. And it took off, you know, and yeah. it took, off. you know, I just. That's so that's how you got such a flavorful rub, man. <laughs> seven years in the making. Yeah. You know. And the beauty of it is I have a spicy one that'll be dropping soon. Uh, I also have a uh, no sodium. Okay. I got a no sodium one for people that can't have any salt, you know. So I have a no sodium one and I also have a, a bready. Um, yeah. So so people that like to fry a food or air fry, you mm-hmm. know, you, just, you would take your uh, meat and you would just uh, put it in the bready and drop it right in the grease and it's already seasoned for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, you know, and I I like that you said you got a spicy one coming out because that's my that's my heat, no pun intended. I love spicy. <laughs> I'm a spicy oh, yeah. kind of guy. So how hard is it, like the business side is, of things? Um, like I know we have entrepreneurs that listen. Um, there's those that want to start up like restaurants. How tough is the business side of one? I know you said you were in the restaurant business for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, how tough is the business side of a restaurant? And two, um, is it anything like what you're doing now? So it translates over um, to a point. Uh, but I would recommend what I'm learning is I was blessed that the only job I didn't have was uh, chefing. Mm-hmm. I was also my first job ever was a manager well i got worked up to a manager but my first job was working retail at notre dame they had okay. uh they had uh, a the bookstore and they had something else called uh the varsity club 
Yeah. And the varsity club used to sell clothes there also. Uh, me and my cousin actually was able to work our way up to management, and I was doing inventory and retail, you know. Okay. And so having that experience and that knowledge helps me now because this is a more retail mm-hmm. than it is uh, food management. The, okay. uh, the blessing is I learned how to profit margin and uh, food costing and working up those aspects of it from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. You, from being a chef, from being an executive chef, you learn how to price out your product. Yeah. You know? So I was able to learn that. So that part transfers as far as uh, marketing, getting out there, getting your product to people, telling people about your product, mm-hmm. uh, how to get people to come back, uh, how to get people to know that you're out there. Um, keeping track of your books is uh, it's about the same as, as sales, as, as P&L, profit and loss in a restaurant. Yeah. You know, so that kind of translates also. But I would recommend knowing Excel or knowing somebody that does know Excel and QuickBooks. Yeah. You know, oh, hint, hint for all my uh, all my entrepreneurs out there. Genu Cash, G-N-U Cash. That is a free uh, QuickBooks. It's it's not QuickBooks, but I promise you, it's just like QuickBooks. Everything they change the names and the tabs of things, of course, because of copyrights and whatnot. But GNU right. Cash, GNU Cash, it's it's QuickBooks for free. And they have, I have an to app look on into that myself. Oh yeah, definitely. That helps me a lot. It it helps me keep track of 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 my books a lot. Yeah. And it's easy. It's it's like it's like QuickBooks for dummies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they better. That, they might and I like that. They might have to sponsor me after this. Hey, Genu Cash, hit them up. We need sponsorships. <laughs> That's what's up. T-shirts, all the shebang. Um, but yeah, that's, that's one thing that I hear about, um, when individuals will jump into the restaurant business is that they forget about the book side. It's like, they have a passion for food. They have a passion for cooking and they forget that you actually have to get people to come in and buy stuff and, uh, attend your restaurants and you got to be able to manage the money and inventory. So I'm glad that you uh, broke it down like that and kind of put everything out there because that's the forgotten side of uh, things. And a lot of times that's the forgotten side for entrepreneurs and a lot of avenues. They get a passion for something and it's like, I'm going to do it. But they forget you got to manage your money. That's that's the key right there is the management part. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when you get to that to the part where you're actually selling your product or or building your your product um you have to keep the books mm-hmm. you know and us as african americans um we need to keep it within ourselves you right. know and that knowledge if you get it give it mm-hmm. you know and that's all i want to do i got the knowledge it's funny i got the knowledge from a brother uh, who has a small business inside of a flea market? He fixes computers, okay. and I was telling I was telling him about the uh, lawn barbers. You know, as uh, I was asking him about a laptop. You know, I was doing a little networking. Well, I also cut lawns. If you got any properties, or if you need, you know, 
And he, you know, we got to talking and that's when he was like, well, how do you keep your books? And I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out this QuickBooks, you know, and he's like, Genu Cash. And I've been on it ever since and it's perfect. That's what's up. Yeah. So what's so the hardest, what's that? Go ahead. No, you're fine. Oh, I was just going to ask, what's the hardest thing you um, would say now that you're, you're out of the restaurant and you've got just your seasonings. What's the hardest thing you have to deal with now? Keeping people interested and in getting people to go to my site and 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 keep keep it going. Mm-hmm. You know, um, of course, when you when you're new and you first open, it's hey, you know, yeah. But then I got people who's getting in and they're like, oh, I like it. I want some more. All right, okay. but I need other people to like it and want some more. And I need right. to be able to reach other avenues and other venues um, besides just uh, uh, who's who's uh, close to me, if right. you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, if you're not my Facebook friend, I need you to be able to see it, you know, if, if, I, don't, if I don't know you. So one of the things I do is I hand out business cards everywhere I go, you know, mm-hmm. anywhere I go, I hand out business cards, you know, uh, I, uh, I I do the old school, leave them on the windshields when I'm leaving the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that is how you do it, old school for real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's my toughest thing right now. The toughest thing I'm dealing with right now uh, is learning uh, this internet thing because a lot of things is done on the internet. A lot of things are done on the computer now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm learning some of that lingo and how that operates yeah. uh, like i'm a little older you know i'm 39 you know so uh i'm older than google you know <laughs> and uh those things so i still learn good thing is my kids keep me young and my kids keep me up mm-hmm. you know they keep me up on things we have a relationship with hey dad man you know that's old you don't want to be using that you know yeah MySpace. Ain't nobody got no MySpace. Man, MySpace was big back when I was in uh, middle school and high school, though. <laughs> and I had Jagged Edge playing on my profile, doggone it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And it's cool that you can um, accept the influence of your kids, too. Um, like, some parents are, um, I don't want to say prideful, but they think just because they're children, they can't learn anything from them. So it's cool that you're able to incorporate your kids in and actually bring in their ideas and have them help you with the business. That's so awesome. That helps me as a father is keeping them involved. It lets us spend time. Um, you know, it helps them get comfortable to where if they do have something they want to talk to you about, you know, they're always involved with you. And it keeps me young, mm-hmm. you know. One of the things is um, hanging with them and learning the lingo, and you know, I, don't, I ain't TikTok yet, not yeah. yet, but I, I got really. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. I got rhythm too, but some of them dances, I'm like, man, I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> you know, so you know, but uh, you gotta let them keep you young, man. If you let them keep you young, you know, you you learn to enjoy life. Uh, one of the things I would tell fathers out here is do that, you know, yeah. enjoy life. Time is invaluable, man. That's one thing you can't never give back 
or give to someone or buy is time, Mm -hmm. you know? And so the time you can spend with your children, you know what I mean? Make it special. Always make it a memory, man. I always make it a memory. They take my quotes, man. My kids like to take my quotes. They said they was going to write a book. I didn't know I said that kind of stuff, but it's funny. They hit me with one yesterday. Um, they said, oh, Dad, it's time for one of your quotes. And I, I guess I said this a while ago. They, she, I said, what? They said, uh, everybody want to be black till they get pulled over and shot. Mm-hmm. Man. I said, oh, yeah, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> So now we have a uh, entrepreneur and an author, dog on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, brother, but but yeah, you gotta let your kids keep you young. Man. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, man. definitely. I feel you on that one. So, what has been? What would you say has been your greatest struggle as a father? I know you're a single father, um, and we kind of talked about you uh, with your drive, trying to um, just being an entrepreneur and open up your own businesses and what has been the biggest obstacle or struggle you've had as a father being a single father so i would say my obstacles would be a little bit different if i was to describe the obstacles i went through and that's because all right i grew up in a different era like i said i'm 39 Mm -hmm. so i grew up in that reagan bush clinton bush Mm-hmm. Era, right? So yeah. we, how can we say it? Uh, I was supposed to be dead or in jail by twenty-one or twenty-five. You know, yeah. By twenty-one through twenty-five, I was supposed to be dead or in jail. Got into some trouble at seventeen, right? Never had a record on anything, man. Got into a little trouble, and, I, and it was a fight. It was it was a fight over a girl. Um, she jumped in and and got hit. And and I got to do some time for battery and robbery, right? Mm-hmm. Over a high school fight at 17, you know? Yeah. So now I was labeled as a felon when I got out. This was right before I had my kids. I didn't have my kids till I got out. So now I'm labeled as a felon, you know? So that was hard. A lot of the doors closed for me when it was like jobs and finding resources. So then I had my kids and, I went through a thing with, with their mother and it was better for them to be with me. So when yeah. I finally got custody, when I got custody of my kids, I've had custody of my kids legally since 2006. Mm-hmm. And um, finding resources back then in 06, 07, 08, finding jobs as a felon, you know, uh, housing. They didn't have like now, they got a lot of resources for dads now. And I encourage dads if they listen in the, Look for resources, single dad resources. They have them. You Google them. They got a lot now. But yeah. then they, they didn't have those kind of things, right? So when I walk into the WIC office, right, and uh, they look at me like, oh, well, do you have paperwork? You know, so <laughs> I, w- I, would, I would have to take the court order with me everywhere, yeah. even the food stamp office. I would have to take the court order with me you know and so those were the different kind of struggles i Mm -hmm. went through right and then my dad wasn't quite there for me so learning how to swallow my pride and be an example for my daughter and my son Mm -hmm. those struggles Mm -hmm. for me 
was hard because I'm I'm a nathlete and I'm a I'm a cocky, confident kind of young guy, and you know, like I said, in that era, you know, I might have been hustling on the streets a little bit, and you know, working a job and hustling. So I'm dealing with those. Those was the kind of things that I struggled with. But once um once I uh really really hampered down like you know what uh restaurants was hiring mm -hmm. and so i just flipped the script okay well i'll work my way up and make money through the restaurants right you know? and since i can't get a job because i've always been a worker but when you was labeled a felon <laughs> mm -hmm. have you ever been have you ever been convicted as a felon within the last 10 to 12 7 to 12 8 to 4 to, you know whatever you gotta say yeah yeah you know, so no, we're not going to hire you. So those was the kind of things I struggled with. And uh, it was hard. It was hard because it was like, I ain't never going to make it. I ain't never going to get over this. Hump, man. And, you know, that's, that's how you feel like. It's like, you know, they don't want me to move, you know. And it's easy to fall into that that, that inside. Um, this is the best I'm ever going to be. But I got through those struggles, man. I got through those struggles. That's what's up. And that that's all you can do is just continue to push forward because yeah. especially when you have children and they watching you and they're and depending they're on you. Yeah. And, and when you when you're a single dad and you have the custody and your kids is there, they're watching you. You know? Mm -hmm. And and if you if you're a father with a boy, he looking up to you like, Oh, what pops doing? He wanna do it. And if you got that girl she looking up to you like you're the hero. You can save the day. You can do anything. Right. Exactly. So that's that is that would be tough. Definitely trying to get out on your feet when society is telling you no. But you jumped over all those obstacles. Obviously, now being successful in your endeavors. What would you say your biggest piece of advice to any single dad out there would be? Believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. Believe in yourself. Like, I always felt like that question that you just asked is, is, is more personal for what somebody's going through, you know? And I've been blessed to have the wisdom through trial, you know? Um, been through a lot in my life. I've been through a lot. And you know, I always say, uh, I don't I don't know what anyone's religion is and I try to stay away from the religious thing because uh I'm like no religion, but I do believe in a higher power. Yeah. You know. I do mm -hmm. believe that uh, you know, we are we are greater than the creator, right? Okay. And, and uh when I was in a situation where we all going to get into a point where you have to ask yourself and question yourself, what do you want in life? And, and I felt like that's when I was in prison and I was asked, I was by myself and it was like, uh, what do you want in life? Mm -hmm. And I felt like the higher being was asking me, what do you want? And I yes. asked for wisdom and knowledge being a Bible thumper and, uh, you know, I'm just a wisdom knowledge guy. I just like information. I like random information. And 
I said all Solomon has for wisdom and knowledge, and he got everything. So I said, you know what, I want wisdom and knowledge. Well, unfortunately, everybody's life ain't the same. I didn't get everything, but I got wisdom and knowledge by going through a lot. Because the only way you can gain wisdom and knowledge is to go through some of the things. So right. if someone was to ask me about something that I've been through, then I can give you some wisdom and some knowledge on it. But if I haven't been through it, then how could I tell you so? My downfall was that. I, well, that's not a downfall. It's a blessing because now I can help brothers. You know, I, I know what it's like to have a felony on your record and have kids. I know what it's like not to have uh, anybody there to help you when you have your children. I know what it's like to be on uh, TANF. I know what it's like to get post stamps. I know what it's like to stay in public housing. And I know what it's like to come up out of it. You know, and believe in yourself when nobody else sees your vision. Believe in yourself, man. You know, believe in your vision and make it happen. Slow motion is better than no motion. If you get yourself rolling in a direction and you see something that you want to do, just keep going. Even if you get you any kind of progress, the key word is progress. Yeah. You know, so if you're, if, you're, if you're making progress, you're going to get there. You might not get there when you want to get there. You might not get there when somebody else gets there, but you're going to get there, you know. And that's what I would tell somebody. Believe in yourself. Believe in your in your vision when nobody else does. Don't be afraid to sacrifice now to gain more later, right? And that's when anything in life. And if you say, you know what, my kids is hungry. I need these Jordans, but you know your kids hungry, man. Y'all at the mall get them kids some Chick Fil A because you can get them Jordans later. All all things to come back. Sacrifice, yeah. you know, sacrifice now for later because you know you get your kid checked for later. That might be that one time your kid remembers. And when they graduate and become successful, they buy you a whole string of Jordans because they remembered you passed up on them shoes and they was hungry and daddy bought me Chick-fil-A. So you got to remember, like, uh, somebody told me this. Don't block the blessings. My mama said it all the time. Don't block the blessings. Yes. Yes. And I had a guy, we watched that uh, Harriet Tubman movie. And Harriet Tubman went to go save her husband. And that's what her whole mission She got back and he was married. But that wasn't what God had her go back for. You know, her mission was to go back and save others. So you may think that you're going somewhere for something. You may think that you're going to do something for something, but you got to keep your head on the swivel and don't bury your talents because you may be using one talent to bless you somewhere else. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So like, she used her talent to be able to get there to go save her husband. Come to find out, she ended up saving all of us. <laughs> That's what what's I mean? up. You know, and she didn't know that. She thought she was going to save her husband. So you don't know what you're going to do if you if you just know that you got the talent to sing, and you got a friend that got a studio. Go to the studio and sing. One day you might be in that studio when you really wanted to open up an auto mechanic shop, but you there singing because you got the talent to sing, and you ain't going. Somebody say, man, I need my brakes done. And you say, oh, man, that's what I do. Now you change this exactly. brakes. And somebody roll up because you changing this brakes. And they're like, man, I need my brakes changed. Now you're getting yourself going. You're reinvesting yourself. And you can open up your own shop. Mm-hmm. But it all happened because you was using your singing talent to help your buddy out who happened to have somebody there who needed their brakes changed. You know, so that kind of stuff. I mean, I know people are like, oh, you talk about me, but I'm just saying you never know. Use your talents. Keep your head on the swivel and believe on yourself.
yourself, man. Don't think just because you're going to Chick-fil-A to get something to eat that that's all there is. You might be going to Chick-fil-A, and when you get there, you know somebody car broke down. And guess what? That's your talent. You fix mm-hmm. them. And that person that you fixed is somebody that can help you grow your business. So that's the kind of things I would tell uh, dads is, you know, believe in yourself, find you what you want to do, and do it for your kids, man. Man, that's what's up. And I love how you um, just explain leaving yourself open for every opportunity. Uh, sometimes we get stuck in our own pride and it's like, I ain't going to do that because I ain't going to get nowhere with it. But you just closed your own doors. That part. So I love that you, how you just broke that down and just, man, that is so awesome. That is real cool. That's his life, though, man. Positivity is what I believe in, man. Amen. I learned that out, I learned that out west, man. I was, I tell you, because here in Indiana, I don't know who's listening in Indiana, but it can be so negative. And if you've only been in Indiana your whole life, get up out of here. Even if you go live somewhere for three months, go live there for three months. But the positivity um, in other places, it helps. Or maybe it's just getting away from where you are. You know, maybe that could be it too, but the positivity that I got out west that, oh, you can do this. You can, it's all about your hustle. It's about how bad you want it. Not, oh, they're not going to allow me to. Because you get to a point where you be like, oh, um, I'm blocking your blessings again because you're saying negative things. Like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm not going to do this. Oh, they won't allow me to. Oh, it's too much work. Oh, I'm not going to make enough money. You know? You got to stay positive, man. When yeah. you stay positive, positive things happen. I told you I live in Vegas as we were speaking earlier. And the beauty of it is, the irony of it is, living there, I learned, your luck can change at the drop of a dice. Just like that. Mm-hmm. If you believe in yourself and you do what you're supposed to do, stay positive, I promise you, things can change for you just like that. By the roll of a dice, man. Man. That's some wisdom right there. Your luck can change at the drop of a dice. And that's it right there. Man, because all you need is one opportunity, one thing to open up for you, one person to see you, one person to shake your hand, uh, to change your whole life and the trajectory for your family. Yeah. That is so cool and such words of wisdom. Hey, yo, and look, be a proud single dad. You know how many doors got open to me by explaining to them, like, look, you know, I'm, I'm a single dad. You know, I got two kids. I do this and I do that. And, uh, you know, at interviews, I tell them at interviews that I'm a single dad, mm-hmm. you know, and I've had my kids. And, you know, my, my, my child is this and they did that and wrestle and run track and be a proud single dad. Be a proud single dad. Tell people. You never know what doors that open up for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because there's a lot of people out there that want to do stuff for people. They just don't know who to do it for. Mm-hmm. You know? And they got to know your story. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. Man, that just inspired me to want to, like, go out there and do something. I don't know what yet, but, man, I'm inspired. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it, brother. Yeah. You're doing it. Yeah, you could be a coach or something, man. That was like, that was like a Captain America speech right before the battle, man. <laughs> <laughs> I like it, but I mean, the positivity piece is definitely something that we all should strive for, especially in the 
climate that we're in, um, seeing leadership not stepping up to their plate and seeing people in positions that should be upheld to a higher standard. Um, the positivity is something that we definitely are in more need of. And man, I'm so glad to just link and network with more people that spread positivity and are about uplifting people. It's, it's, it's not about selfish gains, but it's about people. And so, I, you know, I rock with it. I like that. Yes, sir. People, man. So I appreciate it. So we are going to have to wrap up, but I'm, I love the conversation. I would love to have you back on. Uh, we've got some projects going on that we're going to be networking with a lot of business owners, a lot of entrepreneurs, and I would love to invite you to those conversations where we just get to network and chop it up as business owners and people that are just on a mission of advancement for not only yourself, but for your family. So I appreciate this time with you. It won't be the last time with you, but do you have one thing last word that you want to share with all the listeners out there before we have to cut out of this episode first i would like to say please go to treehouseseasoning.com that's treehouse seasoning without an s at the end just seasoning treehouseseasoning.com just check out the website buy you something if you like you mm -hmm. know and if not come back i'm sure i have something for you within the next couple months um after that shameless plug right there, I just want to tell all my fathers <laughs> to keep your hands up, brothers, you know, like serious, you know, like uh, in this time, in this uh, things that we're going through right now, it's it's, uh, it's, 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 it's hard enough on us. Let's stick together. Let's stay positive, you know, and, uh, you know, if, if you got kids, man, everything you do, do for them. And be honest. One thing my kids told me was being honest and always being on their side. I tell my kids all the time, I'm your lawyer. As long as you always be honest with me, you tell me, yeah, dad, you know, um, I told her I'm going to the bathroom anyway, and I walked out. And then when I came back, she said she was calling you, and I told her, go ahead, call you. I said, that's all that happened? Okay, like I rolled my eyes and I smacked my lips. Okay, so now when I go into battle, I think I got everything that happened. So always be on their side. Always be their lawyer. And be honest with them. Don't hide nothing so they got to go tap away, you know, and sneak on you. You know, that's mm -hmm. what I would tell And that's the last thing I would like to say. Just, you know, because I love my, my, my fathers out here. So any advice I got for you, feel free to hit me up. You can find me on uh, Instagram or Facebook, James Van Mincy, uh, Treehouse Seasonings. Uh, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, if you got any questions you want to talk, I'm always here for my brothers and my moms. And I want to thank you for letting me come on. Most definitely. I appreciate it. And whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Play, whatever, we're going to uh, put those links down in the description in the title screen so you can easily reach my man right here uh, so you can check out his seasonings. Uh, we want to spread the word that he got the best seasonings. Forget oh. Lowry's. Forget all that. McCormick ain't got nothing. No, you don't <laughs> I'm Chef Dub. <laughs> yes, sir. I got you covered. 
Well, I just wanted to thank all of you again for tuning in to another episode of the Proud Dads Presents podcast. Um, we just want to just equip you, uplift you, inspire you to keep doing what you do, keep being those positive influences, and continue to change the world. All right, y'all. Y'all have a wonderful week, and we out. Thank you.